Hello guys and girls, and welcome to episode 116 of the F Reality Podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show, live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook and on Twitch. You can also catch the show live in VR using big screen TV. The show goes live at 7pm in Europe, 6pm in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. You can also check out the audio version which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud and on Spotify. If you have any questions, comments or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat. We'll try to answer as many questions as we can. Now it's time for me to introduce you to the team. First up, this guy's been hitting the headlines in Belgium this week. He's a local celebrity known for his scooter stunts and VR videos. It's, of course, the Rowdy Guy. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm mostly known for my, for my scooter stunts, so not really my, my, my YouTube videos, I think. <laughs> but no, indeed, like, uh, I, I got featured in a, one of the bigger Belgian newspapers uh, for being the biggest Belgian VR YouTuber. Little do they know that there's only one, probably. So uh, <laughs> jokes on them. <laughs> But no, it was a, it was a very fun uh, interview, and uh, you know you get to meet some new people. That's always nice to do. So, so yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's awesome to be in the spotlight, especially like you say uh, in your local area, because predominantly, I'd imagine your audience is probably American. Yeah. So definitely. it's nice to get recognized locally for your work. Yeah, definitely. Uh, which is True. very very cool. Um, so next up. This guy is a mysterious character. Very few people know of his origin. All they know is that he has a master plan to take over the world. It's our very own G-Man. It's Nathy. How you doing, man? You all right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. Do I look like the G-Man? Yeah, yeah. Just look into the camera directly for a moment. Like, don't he smile, look angry. <laughs> angry. Yes, he yeah. is the G-Man. He's got that like pale face. No doubt the about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if 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 it's really dark in this room, you can only see my eyes, and then I stare into your soul. So, yeah. okay. so there you go. We've got the G-Man on the podcast this week. You're very fortunate to have him. Um, sadly, Zim won't be joining us this week. After all the news, he's got a condition known as over hyperitis and uh, he's been ordered by the doctor to uh, stay at home and relax so <laughs> he'll what be the uh, heck? he'll be with us uh, back again on next week's show last but by no means least myself the host of the show mike from virtual reality oasis of course we've got an epic show lined up for you today some of the highlights include some amazing deals on vr hardware for black friday which is going to be awesome uh, oculus link uh, beta launches we discuss our thoughts and cable recommendations nathy's going to be covering for zim to give you the latest releases to look forward to next week and then finally we'll be talking about the huge bomb that valve dropped this week which is of course half-life alex i still can't believe this is actually real can you guys believe this is real well i'm no, starting I, to believe it it's 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 freaking uh freaking exciting it's it's the the stars have aligned yeah <laughs> this i week. feel like i feel like after years of joking about it on this very show the fact that we're actually talking about it and it's legit is just amazing. <laughs> well, it's it's the, the funniest part is that we knew there was going to be a Half-Life game coming in VR, but then it finally happened. It's like, no, this can't be real. The, the, sad, be real. Part, the sad part is that we have to bury a joke. We can no longer say Half-Life confirmed. Ha, 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 yeah. ha, ha. Because it's actually that's happened. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that joke now. The meme is dead, yeah. Um, mm. But first up, let's find out what everyone's been playing 
and the highlight of the week this week. And of course, feel free to join in in the chat as well. We love to read out what you've been playing too. Uh, but let's pass it over to Rowdy first, uh, see what you've been up to and what's your highlight this week then, dude? Yeah, the, well, there's only one thing that I've that I've played this week, and that was actually uh, Vader Immortal, and uh, I think you played that as well, Mike. So uh, yeah, we can I mean, we can chip in a little bit together about uh, what we thought about that one. Uh, sure. I do think it's a uh, it's a lot better than the second one. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot more stuff happening. There's more variety in the different kind of scenes. Maybe it's a little bit longer, but it's it's still like roughly the same length as like one and two. Um, for me, like the surprise effect that I had in like the first one, it's it's not there anymore. Obviously, you know, like it's not it's not as novel as it was the first one. Um, I the things I liked about it, I'll start with that one is that um, there's much more stuff going on with your lightsaber. Um, on the contrary, the stuff with the force is almost completely dropped away is only once or twice you actually need to use it um mm. so that's a little bit ah, okay um but uh, the lightsaber stuff I, I liked a lot again um i like it that there's like some more i'm not going to spoil anything about like you know the the actual events that are happening um but there's just much more going on uh, you see more stormtroopers you get a, a bigger kind of fight that brings me a little bit to the bad things. I kind of wish that the fight was bigger, <laughs> that I was more in the middle of it as well. Like since it, it's all like kind of happening more of a distance. Um, and then I did like the ending a lot, like the 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 ending, the very ending, since it's like kind of like two endings, uh, not different endings, but just like progress, like the the after ending, like I call it. I did like that a lot, uh, since at least a lot of roads open. Um, but it, it did highlight a little bit like the the limits as well of it, like in in the sense that it's it's more of like an on rails kind of experience, and I found this more noticeable than in the first or the second one because it's more like move now to this spot, to move now to that spot, uh, let this scene play out, and then move on to the next spot. And it did feel a little bit more on rails than um, than I would have liked it to be. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with with most of the points you've made there. And I think it's a shame, really, because like, I was looking forward to Vader Immortal a lot, like the finale of it. Um, but with everything else that's going on in the VR industry this week, it kind of got <laughs> overshadowed by everything. Uh, and that's the same deal with Aspire 1 and the Under Presents as well, which is a, a shame, especially for the Under Presents, because I think this, it was kind of going to be a title that not many people were going to hear about anyway. Mm. Um, but obviously with the big news of Half-Life, they all kind of got buried, but I did get to play it as well. Um, and just like you, I won't spoil anything um, about the story, but it took me probably about 40 minutes to finish, oh, um, which is... Yeah, about the same as the first episode, a, a bit more than the second one. Uh, the second one was fairly short. But um, like you said, some of the epic things about this episode were that, you know, um, y- you do some funky things with a lightsaber that you've not seen before. And also, I don't know if you noticed this, but you can you can also force grab blasters off stormtroopers uh, and it, you can actually oh, use okay. the blaster. Yeah, I, um, I did use a blaster, um, yeah. but I didn't know I could actually grab them because that, that felt not all no real reason in order to do that because you, yeah. your lightsaber is just so powerful. Um, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. It's just kind of a bit novel just to use a different weapon for yeah, a change. True. Um, but, you know, like like you, overall, I was kind of happy with the finale, mm-hmm. but I did find like the bit that everything's been building up to was a bit anticlimactic. Yeah, I get um, that. <laughs> yeah. So, did so, you yeah, encounter like, any like like game-breaking bugs, by the way? 
I didn't encounter any bugs, but I did certainly notice more so in this episode, like you oh. mentioned, that you have to like move to certain points to see a cinematic yeah. play out, and then you can get involved. Because I, I couldn't, um, I couldn't like finish the game uh, the regular way. Like uh, there is a certain point where you need to go down a hatch and you need to climb there. But yes. every time I climb down, like I would end up in between two floors, and I would just Bru- have to go to the main menu and then select the next scene. Um, yeah. So it's, I, it's funny, actually, because as you mentioned it, I knew exactly what point you were referencing oh, to. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to drop down, but like you say, you actually have to climb. And because I was playing on the index using Revive, I thought it was a bug of me using the index. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I eventually worked out you have to grab that rail and lower yourself down. Yeah, but when, um, I, when I did that... Um, you were stuck? I, at a certain point, I, I got stuck and I did it two times in a row. And, and then I was like, okay, like, screw this. I'm not going to yeah. replay this again. And uh so I don't know why, but for me, that happened two times in a row that I wow. cl- was climbing down. And then at a certain point, I want to like, okay, I think this is far down off and I'll let go. And then it goes like, whoop, and I'm like mm-hmm. stuck in between the two and I see like everything playing out and I see like some stormtroopers oh, like flying no. in the distance. That's so, that's weird. That's really weird. That was. So, so after these three episodes, because it's now complete, mm-hmm. was it good? Was it bad? Because comparing like everything together, not just episode three, everything like yeah, like uh, personally, I thought episode one, freaking epic, totally nailed it. Second one, super disappointing. I thought. Mm-hmm. Then the third one, that I still haven't played yet. I think, yeah, I don't know. Maybe as you said, if the if the story is satisfying enough at the end. Hmm. Okay, then then I, I think it's it's okay, but yeah, hmm. I, I think I, I think o- overall, like the the attention to detail is great, and like being in a Star Wars game in VR is awesome. Like being in the Star Wars universe, like the music yeah. is is amazing, the sound, the, the voice acting is incredible, the animation is great, um, and yeah. I think yeah. you know for, for for a first VR uh, Star Wars VR title, I think they did a good job. Uh, I hope it really like paves the way for more. You know, something like the Mandalorian, you know, that's that's really popular right now on Disney Plus would be epic as a, as a mm. VR series as well. So I really hope that it's got that sort of like that people enjoyed it enough to encourage them to make more of it but yeah i think overall it was good i wouldn't say it was like amazing but this this was was this was a vr experience in the end and and what you're talking about with mandalorian and i'm i'm totally down for that is an actual game this Mm. wasn't a game this was a movie you were playing so i would love to see like something with we we see with jedi uh fallen order right now an actual game but you know you need to level up you need to do this you need to do that this was cool this was cool but i want to see a actual but game I, th- I think to a certain degree like because um this game was kind of aimed at newcomers getting newcomers on board yeah. i think it's almost like catered to the newcomer it, but it, it shows because it's it's, yeah. a fl- it's a flagship it's it's getting promoted like that of course star wars uh, gets a lot of people into vr um but i i do want to see something bigger uh, yeah. with, with star wars this was this was nice but it, there is so much more going on. We we haven't really seen anything Star Wars uh, VR related that was truly a game. We have seen, of course, the X-Wing mission on PlayStation mm-hmm. VR. That was that interesting was for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then we had uh, Star Wars uh, Trails on Tatooine, Tatooine. I think. Yeah. That, was, uh, that gave me the idea of like, oh, this is going to, you know, maybe a little bit open world, a little bit exploration, stuff mm-hmm. like that. That didn't happen in the end. It was more of a demo to show off what what was possible. 
Um, and then we, of course, had the Disney app where you could check out some 360s and they had some some minor gameplay. But um, yeah, I would love to see Mandalorian uh, in VR. This was this was good, mm. but I, I, I'm looking for something more uh, yeah. ambitious in that sense. Almost like, let's say, Star Wars, like we have seen with Half-Life Alex, something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, different. like I'm playing uh, Jedi The Fallen Order at the same time and there's a lot of star wars stuff going on as well like with the mandalorian new movies coming out soon yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of star wars going on and and yeah it, it is kind of a bit disappointing when you jump fr- jump from jedi the fallen order to yeah. like vader immortal because there is just so much yeah much more it's, depth in that game but like i said i think it feels more like it's catered to yeah, get it, it had a different target yeah. and that's yeah. that's that's what it reflects so if oculus yeah. also, wants to and, yeah. and also like if if you the the thing that makes Vader Immortal so cool is that you get to see Darth Vader firsthand, yeah. you know, like there, and you get to be into that Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. But after the that is kind of gone, the second and the third episode make much less sense just because you don't have that original feeling mm-hmm. of like, oh wow, I'm actually in this Star Wars cockpit. I'm oh I'm all I'm actually I can touch Darth Vader and like, you know, like that came out wrong. I, w- I wonder if we'd have been happier if it had released all episodes at the same time and it was just one long game because yeah, I, yeah. I think overall you probably would have enjoyed it more as a package that way yeah, yeah um, than playing sure. it piecemeal like they released it but yeah no no i agree i agree i think yeah. that if they let's say if oculus is going to target a, a bit more like but they're now building of course a uh community so i get it but let's say if there is actually a a, a big enough of a player base hopefully we are then going to see games that are let's say targeted towards that audience because you can you can definitely see the difference between something that is targeted towards people who are just buying into a quest buying into a rift and something that is more you know uh ambitious in that sense and is a little hmm. bit more on the edge like asgard's yeah. wrath for example is... I, I do i do think it's like a great addition to like the oculus rift library just in general I because it's it is, indeed like if you just get an oculus quest so you just get an oculus rift that that probably be one of the first thing that I would boot up just to see yeah. how it looks, just because it's visually so stunning. It's an interesting story. It's a it's a nice universe. So for that reason yeah. alone, I think it's a it's a great addition to the uh, to the no, to the, yeah, it is the story it itself. Is. So that is um, our thoughts on Vader and more. So uh, what about the chat? Did they have they been playing anything epic this week, or do you want to talk about what you played first? No, no, we can we can talk about the chat. Um, so we have a couple of uh, uh, people here that have been playing some games. Uh, we have Steve Drumheller, who has been playing Aspire 1. He says mm. that it's an amazing game. Uh, I have seen on uh, Steam that it does uh, get mixed reviews right now. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't checked it out myself yet. I, of course, played it at E3, but that was just a demo. So yeah, we'll see, here. we'll see. Yeah, looking forward um, to playing that next week. Mm. Yeah, yeah, same here. And they have, of course, the Quest 1, and they have uh, a PC version, so there is a lot going on there, PSVR. Um, and then we have uh, uh, Neo, who has been uh, playing Raw Data, and uh, he has been reading Blake Harris' History of the Future. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have PD, who has been playing The Lab, getting ready for all the cool Half-Life physics. And uh, we have also Rift S. Uh, Fun. Yeah, that's his name, Rift S. Fun. Uh, he has been playing Starbland. Yeah, that sounds awesome. like a like a fun Rift S fun game, right? <laughs> um, and then last but not least, we have uh, I think he's called LPCSK. 
he says that he finally reached Earth in from other suns, but didn't beat oh, the wow. aliens yet. That's oh, actually wow. quite an accomplishment. I never it managed is. to do that. I That's never true. managed to do it either. Zim, Zim did. Um, but yeah, I never managed to do it. But yeah, that, well done. That's hard. <laughs> yes. So That's scary. Pro. Just ask Zim. Yeah. <laughs> I heard. I heard. So I... Uh, I didn't play that much. I, I have just been talking about Half-Life all the time. I was just busy tweeting about it. I know the it. feeling. I know the feeling. I've been making memes uh, all week. <laughs> yes, yes. So so today I actually started playing the first Half-Life game uh, again to oh. kind of catch up with, uh, you know, I, I it's called research. It's fun research, though, got to say. Um, and uh, yeah, it was great to, to dive back in. The last time I played Half-Life 1, was when I tried the mod because there's this mod right where you can dive into uh, uh, Half Life uh, with a with a Vive, a Rift, or you mm -hmm. know any PC VR headset. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been playing through it a little bit, um, and I was mainly focused on okay, what what are the characters saying? How do they feel? Things like that because that's of course you know uh, what is mo the most fun the the story itself. So mm. I'm I'm kind of you know um, jumping back in. Although I'm more excited for Half-Life 2 since it's it's a bit more up-to-date. Like the first one is very old and it yeah. just looks like that too. But the gameplay still holds up, right? It's, it does. it's challenging and I, I decided to play it on easy because I just wanted to kind of uh, get to know the characters better and I wasn't, you know, in, into the hardcore stuff. But even on easy, it's... It's, it's hard. Mm. Yeah, it is quite hard, so... So have you played Half-Life 2 before? Or is this... Yeah, this yeah, be yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, played okay. it before. Uh, I also played it in VR. There was like this DK2 uh, mod for a while where you could just play it with a with mm -hmm. a, a controller. Um, I think there was also Hydra support for a while, but it's that's mm -hmm. that's a long, long ass time mm -hmm. ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I played, I played uh, uh, um, Half-Life uh, uh, 2... Uh, single player and I also played it co-op because there was this this mod that allowed you to play it with a friend mm. um, and I played that in VR with a friend so that was kind of I have never cool. finished any of those games just because I like no. chicken now it as a kit <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're so good they're so good like Half-Life 2 gets really dark in some parts of it but it's really great it is it um, is a scare it, it, it is a horror game for sure uh, mm. like I noticed it with Half-Life 1 even that of course it's not that scary anymore but back back in the days when uh, you know Rowdy play it was like holy dang this is like yeah yeah. <laughs> and I remember as well, like the original Half-Life game was the first game I ever played like on, on LAN. Like my friend oh, yeah. uh, had a PC and his brother had a PC and they were connected by a LAN. So we yeah. were able to play Half-Life multiplayer over a LAN and it was just like yeah. the, the best thing ever, you know. So it, uh, it's got some real nostalgic memories. Uh, I know me. back then when I when I played the, the original Half-Life, you know, I had no such thing as the internet. So I had like no idea as a kid. Everyone was just like talking, oh, you should try this game. So I had no idea what this was and I, I played like I think it was the time I played like The Sims or something like that like some like regular you know like friendly game and I, I dove into that and like as soon as those things started coming out I was like what the heck is all of this like it proper scared me like because yeah. uh, I didn't expect that to happen um, my favorite part of the entire game though is though at the beginning I don't think there's a single other game that is that has done that ever since it's like that just that train ride where you go mm. like through all the different like parts of like the Black Mesa facility except yeah. for Vertigo Vertigo 2 yeah. does that in the in the demo in the beginning they do uh, really I mean that must be like a, a little bit a little bit of a wing to like the original Half-Life oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it is that it is totally so cool is. that is so cool it's um no no I, I really enjoyed the the start of it. Um and um 
the the thing with it is is that most most of the VR games I've played are quite obvious in in terms of gameplay, and this one just constantly punishes you for thinking that it's all going to be the same, that it's all going to be, oh, yeah, next corner, this is going to happen. Sometimes mm. you have these these areas where you think a big enemy is going to spawn, and sometimes it does, but there are also moments when there's just nothing happening. You're like, hmm, this is suspicious. It's very yeah. suspicious. <laughs> and, 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 and that, for me, makes it a good game and an enjoyable game because if I, if I have to play, let's say, another zombie shooter or, 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 or another rhythm-based VR game that I, I've seen uh, pull off tricks that I've you know, experienced before, then there is no surprise factor. And I feel like yeah. if I play a good single player, I want to really you know, get challenged in that sense and, and really think about, like, there are puzzles in there. Sometimes you're completely lost. And then on, at other moments, it's... It, yeah, it's just everything. It's like yeah. a, a roller coaster of like different, you know, emotions and and mechanics and everything. Uh, yeah, I think that game does a great job of building tension, and I think I really hope that we see that. Obviously, we're going to be talking more about Half Life Alex later. Yeah, of course, but I really hope we see that in the, in the VR game as well. But yeah. um, let's move into uh, the news then, uh, because we've got some we've got some really cool bits of news this week. Um, the first bit of news is about. Uh, that the Oculus Quest was selected as one of the best inventions of 2019 by Time magazine. Wow. This is pretty cool. Um, they wrote, uh, they, they they released a special edition of the magazine, which is full of all these uh, in, in inventions. Um, and they wrote a little bit about the Quest, and I'll, I'll read it out. Uh, they say that the uh, the Quest might be the system that finally brings virtual reality into every home in America. Unlike older high-end VR setups, Oculus's newest device doesn't connect to a PC, although it does now with Oculus Link. We'll talk mm -hmm. more about that later. Uh, or require any external wires. And it's VR-enabled controllers and built-in motion tracking cameras allowing allow you to safely move around a room and fully immerse yourself in games or experimental content. Consumers are clearly on board. The Quest had a sold-out release in May, and in just the first two weeks, Oculus sold more than $5 million US dollars of Quest apps and games. So, great little write-up from Time Magazine. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 between what other products was it like sitting? I, I wonder because it was um, one of the so. Yeah, th there was a hundred a hundred different inventions that they highlighted, uh, okay. all ranging from fitness to health to productivity to tr uh, transportation. Right. Like mm. you know, like the boosted rev scooter was part of it, you know, and those kind mm. of things. But this took a, okay. a, over the VR section. Yeah. Well, I would say well deserved, and mm. something that I that I uh, tweeted out this week was I I, I think that with Oculus Link, the Quest is pretty much like the infinity gauntlet of the VR industry. It's yeah. like this headset is beating all of the other headsets by yeah. far. And that's like, we haven't seen that before. It's, it's, it's the headset that I can always recommend to everyone. It's an all-star in that sense where others have, yeah, but this is kind of a problem or this is what it's missing or this is what's going on. This is This is just an entry level headset that just works for Okay, almost everyone. Yeah, yeah. Really? I think the only thing I'd say about the Quest is that it's kind of uncomfortable. Like you have to make yeah, do some more. That's fixable. If they yeah, fix that is, next year is. and they just bring out this this yeah. version two of it, they yeah. know. I'm sure they know. Um, but if that's that's yeah. out of the way, then what is going to yeah. stop this headset? Yeah. I, I think that's indeed. If they, if they manage to like reduce the weight of the Oculus Quest in the next iteration, 
uh, and just make it more comfortable in general, then that would be a massive upgrade. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. But I think, you know, overall, this article from Time Magazine, you know, it, it's great to see that VR is getting more and more exposure to the mainstream consumers out there. And, and I think this week, probably more than ever in VR, uh, you know, VR has really been in the spotlight a lot this week, you know, with, with, this with week. Link. That's an understatement, Mike. You know, That's like a freaking understatement. Yeah. So I think it, it, it's great to Damn. see that VR gets this kind of level of exposure. Yes. And, and it kind of feels like we're, we're, we're inching closer well, and closer to that tipping point of, of it, VR becoming it, mainstream. It just shows that that mainstream media is super important for VR. It's nice when VR gets featured on another VR website. It's nice to have another game or hardware featured on another VR channel. But if the mainstream media covers it, then mm. it just... just blows up and we can see the impact straight away. So yeah, it's always I, welcome. Totally. I, I don't think that, you know, some of the, the mainstream media have have been pretty negative about VR over the years, you know, and, and channels like Linus Tech Tips, for example, was a classic example of of how a channel can constantly beat down on VR. And mm. then once you've kind of got that in your mind as a consumer, maybe that's never tried it before, oh, this legit tech channel is telling me that it's bad or it's not ready yet, then you're going to kind of always have that fixed in your mind. So I think it's nice yeah, that the tables are starting to slowly turn. But that's also because be the thing about it. was that VR in, 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 in that time period and still kind of is it it drives uh, views and it drives readers yeah. uh, to talk negatively about it and if that's the atmosphere around it then everyone does it so mm -hmm. now with all this exciting news of this week and probably also what we're going to see uh, next year then it's suddenly driving views and to talk positively about it so it's mm -hmm. just they just move with the trends basically so yeah. I, i've seen some people that as you mentioned, like said, oh, VR is a gimmick. VR is no potential. VR is not cool enough. Blah, blah, blah. Now suddenly it's like, yeah, you know, it's amazing. And yeah, this is going to be it. Wow, wow, I'm so excited. And it's just so fake. But that's yeah. the thing. That's just the part of, of media. And yeah. for us, that that's, of course, a, it, it feels like a big thing because we are so invested into this mm -hmm. VR industry, into this VR community. But this is the same thing with people who bought the first whatever TV or uh, a certain computer. It's it's happening in every you know kind of kind of yeah. community. I, but I guess like like Te Tesla is a good example of, of yeah, that as well, right? Yeah. Everyone was super skeptical, but now everyone's raging about like this crazy new Cybertruck, you know, which is great. So <laughs> don't get me started hey. on that Cybertruck. Yeah, another, another topic for another day, maybe. But um. You know, maybe if you are new to VR, and then maybe this is the first episode of the show you've ever you've ever listened to or watched, then uh, we've got some awesome VR deals for you, uh, some Black Friday deals to look forward to next week. Yeah. So I've kind of highlighted the best ones that I've found so far. Uh, if you're not aware, Black Friday takes place on the 29th of November. However, these deals, some of which are starting this week already, some are running uh, all weekend until Monday. So uh, these are the ones uh, we found. So first up, if you're in the market for an Oculus Rift S, uh, you'll be happy to hear that the Rift S will be getting a price drop, making it 349 US dollars, wow. uh, which is 50 bucks off the normal retail price. And that deal will be available from Thursday, the 28th of November. And you'll be able to buy that uh, at that price from Oculus Direct, uh, Amazon, and Best Buy. Uh, hmm. We're not sure if Europe are going to get a similar deal. Wow. Well, yet mm. we'll have to wait and see but that, that's all that's been reported on so far but i think you know 350 bucks for a rift s for what it offers um is is pretty damn good you know like really bearing good. in mind 
it's one of the cheapest VR headsets available on the market, but yet has got like pretty much the gold standard in terms of inside out oh. tracking capabilities. Yeah. But it, ha- it, it they had to drop it also because of all the features Oculus Quest got. So it could have been a little bit, even a little bit lower than that, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's a great it's price. Still, uh, the price difference between buying a Rift S and a Quest is still very small. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning, even before we talk about it later, that, you know, Half-Life Alex, you will be able to play this on other headsets, not just the Valve Index. So, you know, if you're if yeah. you're wanting to invest in a, a headset now, the Rift S is a great choice. You'll be able to play so, the yeah. game with the Rift S Especially as well, so. considering, um, we, we know that uh, the guy who made Vertigo 2 uh, mm-hmm. has made a, a brilliant Oculus Rift uh, interface just in general for, for the demo that he released. And he's the same kind of, uh, he's agree, the same yeah. person who is also working on Half-Life Alex uh, in order to do the knockout controllers integration. So that that is very promising, I think, for, yeah. for the Rift users as well. Of course, the best experience will likely be with the knockout controllers, okay. but having played Vertigo 2 with the Oculus uh, touch controllers, uh, the new ones, I'm actually mm-hmm. very, very excited about that. Yeah. It's, no, it's very it's generous. Agree. It's very generous from yeah. Lord Gaben himself to <laughs> give us the opportunity to play it whatever, with whatever headset we want. So what do you say, Mike? Thank you. Thank you, who? <laughs> Thank you, Lord Gaben. Yeah, and Rowdy, uh, praise, praise be uh, to Lord Gaben. There we go. <laughs> Had to be said. So uh, <laughs> the next, the next headset I'm going to be talking about, more of a, an entry level headset, and that's the Oculus Go because that's also getting a fifty dollar price drop. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, So the thirty two gigabyte version is only one hundred and forty nine uh, US dollars, and the sixty four gigabyte version will be one hundred and ninety nine US dollars, which I think is a great price. Like the the Go is a, a really great headset. I know it's kind of been overshadowed now by the Quest, but if you're very new to VR and you're you know you just want to test the water a little bit. Go is a great I, headset. I think so, yeah. I think yeah. so. Also, if you just want to use it for watching media, like amazing, amazing headset for that. Yeah, there's no other headset you need to watch media with. It's the the, the best one to go for in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. Price-wise as well. Yeah, Definitely. so 149 bucks uh, for the 32 gigabyte Oculus Go. Um, wow. talk, talking about the Quest, sadly, there's no price reduction for the Quest. Uh, obviously, due to its like massive popularity right now, Oculus feel like they don't need to, which is completely understandable. However, there is a good deal on that if you buy a Quest between now and the 31st of January, you'll get the complete Vader Immortal series for free, which mm. I think is a nice little touch. Yeah, no, I, I think the price reflects the headset in this case. Yeah, I totally agree. I also don't and think they can skimp off uh, that much more of that price uh, for the Oculus Quest oh, no. in order just to, <laughs> to keep it reasonable. No, exactly, exactly. Um, so that's the Quest. Uh, moving on to HTC. Sadly, no hardware deals from HTC. However, their Viveport Infinity service does have a Black Friday deal, whereby if you sign up during the Black Friday period, you'll get 45% off the service. Mm, okay. So it will cost you um, 4.99 in US dollars or 4.99 in British pounds a month when you sign up for a year, which... I think is pretty good when you consider the the huge library of classic VR titles available, such as like Super Hot and Winlands Two, for example. So, um, no, I, I think it's worth considering their subscription for sure. Yeah, I think if you if you're a VR veteran and you've probably invested a lot of money already yeah, into Steam yeah. or Oculus, you probably can can uh, let yeah. that one slide. Yeah, but if course. you're just buying a headset and and you know. This is a great way to play a lot of the the great back catalog. Um, it also works with Rift, Rift S, Valve Index, and Windows MR headsets, so you don't have to own a Vive specifically to take advantage of this. Also, offer. Uh, also 3D head. Sadly, not supported. Don't know why though. That's Popular why. headset. So. Okay. Yeah. 
I, I do, uh, like I said, the trailer also shows uh, Rickard, but he's, I, if I'm correct, he stepped down, I think, yeah. roughly a week ago. Oh, uh, talk about blowing the story before I even do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rowdy, what are you doing? <laughs> Rowdy, no, what, did, what did we say up front in this podcast? You were not going to mention oh, yeah, this until, right, right. Wasn't until to, like, Mike give would give you the sign. You're supposed to, you're supposed to warm them up first, Rowdy, then, yeah, he wants then to, ease I, them in. Apparently, just plowing oh, straight into know, it. Apparently, apparently, he wants to be the host. Okay, Rowdy, come on. Go on. Yeah, Cancel yeah, the stream. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll be talking more about uh, Rickard from uh, HTC shortly. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, final PSVR Black Friday deals are Ooh. PSVR deals. These are some of the best ones. These are the always the best ones. These With are Christmas, the best ones. like like PlayStation is is you know killing it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Target in the US, they're running an incredible deal that includes the PSVR headset, PS uh, camera, and five games. So you'll still need to use your DualShock controller for these games, but still great deal. Uh, the games include Astrobot. Resident Evil 7, Skyrim VR, <laughs> PlayStation VR Worlds, and Everybody's Golf. And guess how much that is? 199 US dollars. <laughs> that is an incredible yeah. deal. It's like the, the thing with these 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 bundles is always like the person who's bundling it knows what people yeah. want. Well, yeah. with other VR headsets, it's usually there's always something in there that's like super random and has, yeah. has nothing to do with the rest of those games. But here, it's always like they just know what they. Yeah, like I I, I would buy that just for Astrobot alone oh, yeah. at that price. Like exactly. it's well worth it. Like that game is so incredible. Um, but that that two hundred bucks, that's a hundred bucks off the regular retail price. So that's a really good deal. And that's or, typical PlayStation again. Yeah, there is another good deal um, that, that does include the Move controllers. So you get everything that I mentioned before, plus the Move controllers, and it comes with two games, uh, Blood and Truth, which was, which is still one of my best games of 2019 VR games. I think it's a fantastic game, and Everybody's Golf, and that deal is $249. So oh. you get the Move controllers, less games, but some, okay. but a really solid one with Blood and Truth. Well, I think we can agree that that PlayStation VR, once again, it's 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 no surprise anymore that they won Black Friday. And and I I think yeah. that when Christmas arrives, they are also going to you know nail it. How many how many years in a row have they won well, it already? They, you know, they they, they <laughs> win, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and the other great thing is as well, if you're worried about investing in PSVR because of the new console coming, uh, like we've said on the, the podcast before, the, this headset, the current gen headset, will be compatible with the next gen console. So you don't need to worry about investing your money into something that's going to be obsolete, for example. I, I think it's a good moment to to pick up a PSVR if you want to. And it's a good point what uh, Nimsoni in the chat makes as well. Uh, you got to put at least one game that nobody knows of because then it expands what people do know about, which is a very, mm -hmm. very yeah, that, good remark. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And everybody's golf. Like, uh, I probably wouldn't ever normally play that game, but if it came bundled with it, I'd give it a go for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that's the Black Friday deals. Wow. You have blessed our wallets. Yes. Or or not. <laughs> yeah. Or not. Yeah. That's it true. might be. Yeah. Um. The next bit of news is about live. Now, if you've never heard of Live before, Live who? <laughs> they're the uh, they're the team behind the original original viral video of Beat Saber being played in mixed the reality. Video. Yeah, the one that 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 started off the VR revolution. Yeah, in terms with, of entertainment. With, with, with a friend of ours. 
Yeah, Swan VR. Uh, she's actually uh, the girl that was playing Beat Saber in the, in that viral video. You can follow her on Twitter. She does all sorts of mixed reality stuff as well and stuff in the VR industry. Um, but yeah, with Live, uh, you can use this software at home to create content like this yourself. And to make things even better, it's free. And it always has been free, uh, which is amazing. Um, but Live announced that this week that they've secured 2.6 million US dollars in funding from wow. Hero Capital. Um, and they, you know, live, they're always looking to push the boundaries to provide the best way to stream and produce VR gameplay in mixed reality. Mm. And I think the great thing about mixed reality trailers and gameplay is that for someone that maybe has never tried VR before, you can watch a video or trailer that's got mixed reality capture in it and really understand straight away that that yeah. player is in the virtual world. And it I think makes that's- sense then. And I think it, that, it, that that kind of pushed Oculus as well into making like the kind of trailers that they're making now with like you know, the guy who plays reality to be in there and to have the people actually like fly around there. I mean, that's that's like next level, but that's truly how it, how it kind of feels. You know, yeah, ab absolutely. Like, like you say that they, they, they were setting trends uh, back then, mm. and, and now they have an avatar system. So even if you don't have a full green screen setup uh, yeah. and like lighting and a camera, you can still achieve some incredible mixed reality gameplay just by using an avatar yeah. for live streaming or uploading. Like they, we've seen, they, um, they start getting into the VTuber. Uh... Exactly. And, and that's big business. And we've seen like popular Beat Saber channels, for example, where it's just an avatar. You yeah. never see the actual person, so it's kind of interesting. But Mostly the, uh, their avatars with like very short skirts. That that is true. That is true. <laughs> and big, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Big shoes. Assets. Big Assets. shoes. <laughs> big shoes. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, Liv founder uh, AJ, <laughs> aka Doctor Doom, he uh, he talked about the investment, and he said that uh, our mission at Live is to connect game developers, streamers, and audiences to create the very best VR spectator experiences. We are now in full swing with hundreds of VR games integrated, with thousands of VR streamers, and billions of views to date of Live-powered game streams on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. Our next releases will add dynamic lighting, progression systems, and other cool features such as Live Play platform such as the Live Play platform, uh, becomes a massive scale MMO for live gaming spectatorship. We are wow. obsessed with creating uh, shared hybrid game experiences where audiences play an integral role in the success of the streamer's game. So um, they talked about this a bit a while ago to me when I, I met up with them. And they were saying that, you know, for example, on Twitch, a Beat, streamer, uh, a beat Saber streamer could be playing the game and then the viewers could use bits to pay for a custom message that pops up in the game or a custom cube that gets spawned. Smart. Uh, so they're really making... Converting you know, pancake entertainment into... Yeah. Something really yeah, interactive really for pushing, viewers. Pushing the envelope it's on welcome. that one there. Because, uh, I mean, it's the... I, I still think it's the best way of uh, watching virtual reality, just in general. Um, the only thing that is like... That makes it, for me, at least harder is that Often when I'm recording, I'm just a single person. So you only get like one single static yeah. camera. It would be neat if there would be like some kind of like, I mean, they do have like some rolling cameras and that kind of stuff uh, in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in like what they're going to do next, especially with the dynamic lighting, because that's going to, mm. that's really going to take it to the next level, I think. So, yeah. I, I, I heard that Dr. Doom just bought a new house. And it's a ginormous vault with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> and it's very similar to the one where Max Scrooge is living in, but it's <laughs> it's a bit more shiny. 
I heard. Yeah. Well, you can visit it. They, they live in Prague now. Um, not oh. too far from the Beat Saber developers, actually, Beat Games. So oh, if you're nice. ever in the Prague area, you can swing well, by it's, and say it's, hi. It's, it's, well, if, if, if that's his house, then it's not hard to find. It's just on a, ja- <laughs> it's on, on a, on a mountain in Prague somewhere. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, huge congratulations to the Live team. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in checking the Live out, by the way, like I said, it's free and it's available on Steam. Uh, just be aware that, uh, you know, Live Capture only generally works with Steam games. Doesn't work with oh. Oculus titles, sadly. Hmm. Right. Next bit of news is about one of our community members, a longtime supporters, and he's in the chat right now, famous celebrity now. Mm-hmm. It is Nimsoni. Oh, Nimsoni, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was actually on the show, believe it or not, a long, long time ago. <laughs> That's um, right. Because we were talking to him about some of his crazy uh, VR adaptations of like Sonic the Hedgehog, Mario, and Spider-Man VR, which he's uh, he's brought to life and sort of shares on his YouTube channel. Um, but recently, Nimsoni uh, teased that he was working with, uh, you know, on a big partnership with a studio, uh, and he sort of mentioned it in the chat. And then finally, he announced this week that he's going to be working as part of the Ubisoft VR team. Um, so he's going to be moving to Germany where he's likely going to be working on VR versions of Assassin's Creed or Splinter Cell, uh, which is um, which is totally awesome. So I'm super happy for him. So I just wanted to sort of congratulate him. So congratulations yeah, to Nim nice Sony. Everyone all of us. Give him a little round of applause in the chat. Um, but the great thing is if if you're if you're a fan of his 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 sort of crazy VR experiments and you follow his channel, don't worry because he's going to be continuing to work on these little side projects as well. So uh, that's part of his contract that he made sure. <laughs> so now 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 we have an impact on what we get next year. So it's like, hey, listen, yeah. uh, just make Splint Cell VR, just make it come on and uh, do this yeah. and that. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, Raving Rabbits in VR. Just saying, if you can yeah. tell everyone like Nate wants uh, Raving Rabbits in VR, that would be nice. There you go. So congratulations again <laughs> to Nim Sony in yeah, the chat. That's great, great news. Looking forward to whatever you whatever you work on. It's going to be awesome, I'm sure. So, Mike, if you could choose a studio to work for, what would it be? Oh, that's a really, really good question. It is a really good question. I, I, I do I, think that Ubisoft is a great choice if you're yeah. a VR developer because they have uh, have made quite a quite a few. Good yeah. things in virtual and, 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 so. and that was the, the one that instantly came to mind because I'm such a huge fan of The Division. And mm. I was going to say EA because I'm a fan of Jedi Fallen Order mm. right now, but EA doesn't really have a particularly good past. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe then Valve, like that would be incredible. Imagine working for Valve. Okay. That would be Valve. great. And, and what about Rowdy? Oh. Uh, well, I think Roblox, Valve is Roblox. just a, a great company to work <laughs> at, even if you're not into VR or even in gaming, because they do yeah. so much out of the box as well. Even like I, I could maybe even get a job there as a neuroscientist. Who knows? Like um, yeah. that, or uh, okay. I don't know maybe 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 even Facebook. I think mm-hmm. that would be very interesting to work there as well, just because you have like kind of unlimited kind of resources yeah. working mm-hmm. on virtuality, very novel. Yeah. I, I think I would like yeah. that. Yeah, I, 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 like you could be the community manager of uh, Oculus Quest, I think. <laughs> but plus, plus, if you work, if you work at Oculus, you work, you know, you work at Facebook, uh, you know, yes. yeah, yeah, true. Near, yeah. near San Francisco. So you work for two, you can you you work for two companies. You can say like on one time yeah. you can say I, I work for Oculus, and the next I, I work for Facebook. Yeah. There are not that many companies where you can just use all kinds of names no. to and, to and, feel and cool. And the campus, the campus that having visited it, like it is free ice cream. Yeah. Anything and, 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 and food. They're working on brain-computer interfaces, and I got some experience for that. You know, like, yeah. 
There you go. Uh, okay, Facebook, well, hire Rowdy. up, Facebook. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. he, otherwise, he's going to Canada, so snap him up quickly. <laughs> yeah. if, if I could make a choice, I would go for Remedy. Oh, yeah, good choice. Yeah, good good choice. choice. Yeah. Have you played and Control? I, and I love Scandinavia, too. No, I still have to play that. Oh, I've finished it. Rowdy, Rowdy was very... Uh, Ooh, you know, yeah. That's very I don't think I can work there anymore after saying that I didn't play it. That's true. That's true. Dang Sorry. it. Dang it. Maybe I could get a job there because I look like Max Payne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one in three, yeah. yeah. If you put like a... <laughs> Hawaiian, Hawaiian show. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it. You have a cosplay outfit too now. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Remedy. Yeah. <laughs> look forward to the contract. Um, so... <laughs> Final bit of news, the one that Rowdy sort of blew the top on a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> bit Let bit Rowdy pre- tell it. Let just Rowdy tell it. He can no, 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 no. Don't do that to me. <laughs> um, yeah. So final bit of news this week is that Rickard Stieber, uh, the president of HTC's Viveport team and vice president of virtual reality at HTC, is leaving the company. Now, um, he was kind of responsible for like Viveport, you know, like we mentioned in the Black Friday deals. Viveport is kind of like this monthly subscription service. So a bit like the Netflix of VR games, basically. That was kind of like his little baby. Um, but recently he announced that he's stepping down. Uh, he, he said to Forbes magazine uh, about the announcement, uh, Viveport Infinity is having incredible positive momentum with new top rated content, great product and new subscriber records daily. I'm not so sure about that. Like if it's like super, super popular, but we'll go but with it. Again, like we don't know which market he's talking about. Maybe in the true. Asian market, it's uh, it is very, very, true. very popular. Very good point. Very good point. Um, however, as HTC is now entering a new chapter, I have agreed with Eves, who's the new HTC CEO, that it is a great time for me to move on and take on a new challenge after almost four years at HTC Vive. I'll go on garden leave today until my contract ends early next year. It has been my honor to work with an incredible, t- incredibly talented team in building Viveport into a global destination for VR experiences in 60 plus markets. I'm especially proud of our Infinity subscription, the world's first Netflix of VR cross-platform VR subscription business what what kind of leave is he going garden leave so basically that Ga- means that garden you, garden leave that is that is that's gar- actually gardening leave yeah well they, they refer to that term the basic way you leave the company but your contract isn't expired yet so basically his contract isn't expired until early next year but basically he just gets to sit at home he can't work for another company in that period so they call it gardening leave mm. okay okay you never Pardon heard that term me. before? No, but yeah, okay. of course I'm not. I'm not English, so maybe True. that's why. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, I thought uh, you misspoke there, or not, or I misheard gardening leave. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Like, like so. So according to his statement, he just left. So there is no question that he got fired in any way. No. So he just left. Okay. Yeah. Although where, where he says here that, um, you know, it's a, you know. HTC are entering a new chapter. I would I would totally agree with that that they're entering a new chapter it, right it, now. Well, let's say it, it it doesn't sound good for for a person to say uh, you got fired. So making it mm, let's say more beautiful than it is would mm. work in your favor. Um, something that I I do think it's it's uh, gonna suffer from that he left is that he was running. And this sounds weird because that's not his task at all, not his job description. But he was doing a big part of the marketing for Vipart, for HTC. If you are part of a couple of Facebook groups, he was constantly posting there, Vipart this, Vipart that. That wasn't his job to do, but he did. So he was he was doing more than... Mm. So he, he, was, going, he, was, he was like 
really like the face of Five Board, right? You know, yeah. like he, uh, mm. he on a lot of conferences, you saw him as well. A lot of developers were like, uh, you know, his his go. He was like the go-to point in order to get their game, uh, you know, at That's least shown true. there or like published yeah. there. So. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, obviously we we know that the Vive Cosmos had a, a very rocky launch and, you know, pretty much no one's talking about it now, which is a, which is a, a missed opportunity from HTC, I think. Um, but, you know, I, I think... Well, you just we, did, so now, now it's... We, uh, <laughs> well... Uh, <laughs> sales are going off. Oh, I think, <laughs> I, I think either no, way, you know, yeah. we, we, we wish him the best of luck for the of future. Course, and uh, it'll be He's interesting cool to see... If he continues his journey in VR yeah. in in future roles with other companies, yeah. I think that'd and, be and really interesting. When I spoke to him after uh, OC six, he, he was genuinely, you know, excited over Vive part. He believed in it. He knew what he was talking about. So he wasn't just, you know, someone in the industry. He really mm-hmm. believes. It in is, what I mean, we, we, we've said that already a couple of times that it is a very nice kind of concept, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, it yeah. is. So that is the news. So oh. now that Nathie's had a little swig from his pork. Star Wars Porg mug. Yeah, here. He's uh, he's ready to deliver the latest releases for you to look forward to uh, next week. Yeah. So, uh, are we going to have one that we we shouldn't play this week, or is this going to be all stuff? There we is play? one that that could be one that you might want to play or you might not want to play, but it's that, it's not crazy bad in any way. Yeah. I know. I know you enjoy those those ones. I, well. I do, but I want to keep it short this time because Half Life Alex is is very important in this show and also Oculus link so stay tuned for that juicy topics but um yeah i wanted to kind of keep it short so we have more time to talk about the hype stuff okay go for it okay so the first one is aspire one vr operative so um on um on steam and also the playstation vr store and, and oculus they say that this is the definitive vr stealth experience aspire one brings the stealth genre to the exciting medium of you guessed it, virtual reality. Delivering gameplay mechanics for the stealth and action genres that have yet to be explored. And it, it let's say it lends a lot from GoldenEye and also Splinter Cell, mm. maybe maybe a few others too. Um, I, th- I thought it was a, was a very exciting, exciting game to play, unique. It took a while for it to launch. Now it's finally out. And I, I do think it did lightly suffer from the fact that it got delayed a couple of times. There are folks out there now who were excited for Aspire 1, but don't know it's out now because they just moved on to something else. But if you do buy Aspire 1, you do uh, get a free game with that, uh, Killing Floor. And the Killing Floor is a uh, zombie shooter. A great co-op experience too, by the way. Um, Very good, cool, cool game. And yeah. um, yes, you can play this one on uh, Steam, on all the uh, PC VR headsets. Uh, you can play it on Oculus Quest too. Um, it's it's a native, like nowadays we need to say that it's a native Oculus Quest game, but you can also play it mm-hmm. with Link. It's up to you, you know, possibilities are endless nowadays. Um, and you can also play it on PlayStation VR. And as I said, it has mixed reviews. So just just uh, check out what people are saying and then make a decision if you want to get it uh, yeah. or not. But, um, but yeah, I think you made a really good point there that if you're going to buy it for Quest, make sure you buy the Rift version because you get Killing Floor Incursion for free, which is a Rift game, because it's cross-buy with Rift and Quest. So Win-win. 
it's win wins. Yeah, that's very smart. Very smart. So, so that's uh, that's Aspire uh, uh, one. But I gotta say, uh, the team worked very hard on this title, and it it seems to be a solid title, even that it does have some bugs. It's not a complete, let's say, shit show. We have seen that with, for example, uh, what's the game called again? Defector. Also, <laughs> what a budget cuts. That what that's what I wanted to say. But Defector was also one. But Defector was okay in a way. Content-wise, it wasn't that interesting. But Budget Cuts had a lot of bugs that were just game-breaking. And here, they aren't completely game-breaking. You can mm. still play it and enjoy it. So yeah, probably yeah. get ironed out over the weeks anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely sure looking forward to playing it next week. Uh, it's on my list of games to play. Yes. Sure. So then we have A Fisherman's Tale. And this one is coming out next week and i think it was on the 27th of november or was 29th i'm not completely sure i didn't mark it down anywhere so i'm making a guess but it's one of the two for sure you're getting uh, sacked I'm getting, uh, as, as releases sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm acting like i know what i'm talking about right now so <laughs> fishersman tale is a game that already came out before um, but now it's coming to quest Mm-hmm. And uh, on, on their uh, store page, they say, bend and twist reality in a fisherman's tale. The mind-bending VR puzzle adventure game in which being turned upside down and inside out is not merely a play on words. And that is true. It's, it's an inception title, mm. one that is going to make your brain explode. It is yeah. a really great game that, again, for me, like it's one of those games that like kind of only makes sense in virtual reality, or at least... Mm-hmm. Um, becomes really cool in virtual reality. Uh, I think uh, it's uh, it's really well done. I think. Yeah, one of the best puzzle games that you can you can get on Quest. Yeah, yeah. So Hussein says Nati needs a garden leave too. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I also wanted to say. <laughs> so don't blame me on this this weird weird ass way garden. of doing releases. Uh, huh? I love it. Do you what even do have we- a garden? A garden. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't. You don't want to see my garden. Uh, that's. Uh, it's very disappointing. Uh, so, and moving on to the last one, and this is the one that, as I said, could be something that for some is going to be a ridiculous title. For others, the most amazing thing they have ever heard of. And it's called. You want to make a guess, Mike? No. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it's called Party Pumper. <laughs> what do you think this game is going to be all about, Mike? What do you think? You uh, you have to pump up the jam at the parties. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> pretty close, pretty close. So, born in the vibrations of music, Party Pumper is a game about parties and for parties. And the player's goal is to entertain the audience with the help of rhythm from mixes of music samples. Combine them with dance movements and fun party gadgets uh, to interact with party goers and uh, um, that's that's about it. So it's a, it's a party game. It's to party <laughs> with other people. So yeah. it doesn't sound that bad, right? It's, it's a fun concept, I would say. Should yeah. we look forward to a video of you playing this game on the channel next week? And, uh, no comment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no comment, but... Um, but it is, um, yeah, it is definitely something new, something different. As I said, there's so many rhythm titles out there now that do exactly the same thing. So this is, this is, uh, you know, the trailer is really weird. I mean, it's some really. Did you see like, like there's some fat guy who comes on the stage with like a bag over his head and he yeah. starts doing a Fortnite dance and then he like 
gets grabbed by the guy and he gets thrown into the audience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah interesting game mechanics. Do you need to do that on the rhythm too? These are the quality titles that we recommend on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, th- so there you have it. Those are the only releases that I, uh, I, I, I got. And I promise I will do better next time. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, in the chat, I see someone say, hey, uh, there are a lot of people watching right now. Thank you, by the way, for listening to our show and watching it. Mm -hmm. We totally appreciate it. But it would be nice if you also give us a big thumbs up. Let's uh, us know you care. So there you have it. Releases. Cool. Well, now it's time. The time that we've all been waiting for for many, many years to talk about, of course, the next big game. And that is Half-Life Alex. Like I, I still, like I said at the beginning, it's it's crazy. Like <laughs> it what feels a time, unreal, right? Especially what a because, time to be alive. We joked about it so much. I know. Like, every time <laughs> I we know. had like some kind of triggered discussion, <laughs> like, oh, if there's one Half-Life game that you would like to see, which one would it be? And I would always say like Half-Life, and you know, it became like a little bit of a joke. But it's mm. like it's it's weird that it's actually happened, or it is weird. It's going to happen. Yeah, it, it feels very strange talking about it in a serious way. Um, but like I say, what a time to be alive. That like We're going to be getting another Half-Life game after waiting over 12 years since Half-Life Episode 2 um, that left on a big cliffhanger, of course. This doesn't seem like it's going to be answering any of the questions that was left on that cliffhanger. Um, and I'll talk more about where the sort of game sits uh, in a minute in the series. But if you weren't around like to see it all unfold this week, uh, let me sort of like take you back to where it all started. And that was on Monday when these rumors started floating around Twitter. Uh, PCGamer.com were talking about this like Half-Life VR game. And just like most of these rumors, because we've seen these rumors so many freaking times yeah, before. Exactly. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like this yeah, is never going to happen. You don't pay attention to it anymore, right? You, yeah. I, and I, I said like, you just become numb to these after a while. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we've talked about Half-Life rumors on this show at least maybe three or four times that never obviously came to fruition. Um, so I was just kind of like, I didn't really uh, you know, believe it, kind of ignored it, posted it anyway, kind of said it would be nice if it was true. And then lo and behold, later that day, Valve created this brand new Twitter account and tweeted out that we're excited to un- unveil Half-Life Alex, our flagship VR game. And this Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, you'll get to see more. And the, then the basically, Twitter account did exist already, though. It, I think oh, it, it, it was made in, in June or something, I believe. Uh, so it, it was just like a very small Twitter account. Uh, it didn't have a lot of following. So I do believe right. it already existed. It's just, it got created somewhere in 2019, but I don't know okay. exactly when. Okay, okay. That's that's worth knowing. Um, but after this announcement, of course, like the whole internet basically had a meltdown. Uh, <laughs> some people like us were like over the moon ecstatic about the game being a VR game. Like we couldn't be any more excited. Other people were absolutely livid. (laughs) And it is, it's so interesting to see this like huge divide in opinions about this game. Uh, It is fascinating. And I think you've got some, some comments, right? Nathie of like some of the the reactions to this. Yeah. You want to kick off with that right now? Go go for it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay, here we go. So these are um, reactions that people left on, as far as I know, Steam, because you usually have discussions, right? Uh, where you can, you know, um, well, tell what you feel. <laughs> yeah. So, so okay, let's start with uh, um, with with this one. Uh, I don't have the names, and I also don't want to expose anyone here. But sure. um, so this this uh, person says, "Why should I swing my arms around in the living room for no reason when I already have the ability to run it on a monitor and can control my movements with just a mouse and a keyboard?" 
It is like playing Wii, but for PC. And is it appealing in the slightest? <laughs> like playing Wii for PC. Any, any <laughs> okay, next up we have What Trash? This is not the successor to Half-Life we wanted. This looks like a giant publicity stunt on Valve's part trying to bring people back to Steam. And monitor goggles only? Ugh. <laughs> monitor, <laughs> monitor goggles. This game is a joke. Uh, a, a VR-only Half-Life game? What is this trash? You probably spend more for development than what you will earn from this. Um, <laughs> into the trash it goes. 1% of Steam. Thanks, Gaben, for creating exactly what the fans haven't been asking for for over a, de uh, a decade. Let me do one more. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see. So this one is quite funny too. Someone was the, the very... The weird thing is actually that, you know, like Valve has always been this company that's like, you know, pushing the boundary of like mm -hmm. PC gaming just in general. And then people get angry because they're kind of, again, pushing the boundary of what they see as a future of PC gaming. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. So this one uh, is, uh, is having the title, this is not funny anymore, Valve. <laughs> just stop it. This game should be not only for VR. It is as cruel as possible. I waited 12 years to get spit in the face. <laughs> Why even? I live at this point. It's well, getting very dramatic. I, I do want to. I do want to read out one more tweet sure. uh, that came from. It, it's not. It's, it's just like a general consensus. It came from uh, Anton Hand, uh, the developer from uh, HPVR, um, mm -hmm. which I, I think like kind of hits the nail on the head because I mean he has a very like strong opinion about like you know virtual reality and gaming in general, uh, but I, I think he's he, he's. You know, banging the money with this one. He's like, he says uh, in a tweet, uh, hot take, what VR skeptic gamers don't seem to get is this is the natural evolution of the first person shooter. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. but the genre is just better in VR, full stop. It takes everything that was amazing about PC uh, first person shooters and arcade light gun games of old and combines them. Can you mm -hmm. do everything in a VR uh, first person shooter that you can do in a pancake one? No, not without an iron stomach, but for every way in which traversal has had to be tamed, object manipulation, tactical parallel equipment use, and micro-mechanical complexity has exploded. This is the future of shooters. Once you've ducked behind a corner, grabbed the mag off your chest, used it to smash your empty mag out by slamming the mag release pedal with your fresh, and then slammed it home, pressing the R key, I don't know, it just feels kind of silly. The feeling of laying on your stomach with a bipolar rifle with a 32 uh, uh, times scope, taking a breath to steady your hand and hat, and landing a shot on a target a kilometer away with realistic bullet drop, nothing on a monitor compares. And he goes on, racking a shotgun from the fore like Sarah Connor, spin-cocking a lever action shotgun like the T-800, even the experience of blind firing an SMG around a corner, or holding an agent back with a riot shield while you desperately try to reload one-handed. It is wild. And I think that, that just summarizes mm. it. That is, that is what virtual reality is about. And that's the kind of future that Valve sees as well. And disagreeing with that just feels kind of pointless. I, I think a lot of this negativity definitely comes from people that haven't tried that much of VR before, particularly high-end VR, like PC-based VR. And even like Angry Joe, you know, someone that's kind of fairly well-versed in the gaming scene and, and also has tried VR before, it was clear from when he was talking about his experiences with VR that he didn't really have all the facts or the information. Um, 
And I, I just think that once this game drops, I think people will open their, their minds a little bit more as to what's possible. Right. And if they and, if and, they and tried it, of course, if they just yeah. continue talking about it and they don't. Yeah. But the, the, I do want to say that this group is is getting uh, put into a corner where it's like they're all angry. Some people are angry because they simply do not have the money to buy a VR headset and a VR ready PC. Can you blame mm. those people? No, no, of course they are not. disappointed. Then you have a group that, yeah, said VR uh, is 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 dead. VR is a gimmick, blah blah blah. And now they realize that they have to buy a headset, and yeah. th- that sucks. And they are like, oh, this is the, you know, yeah. And 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 that's the thing, you know, you know. And there are also people who tried VR and had this classic experience of like, oh, I went into a roller coaster standing, and and that's why that's what VR is for me. So, yeah. Also. Some people suffer from or are getting haunted by their first experience with VR that wasn't good because a few years ago, VR wasn't as great as it is now. So some people compare it with what they tried years ago with Mm. what's now out there. This is is what you see here is VR maturing. This is the future of gaming. There is now a time coming where this can be pulled off because VR is ready for it. Mm. Yeah, and it's also worth mentioning that that this isn't anything new from Valve, like pushing the boundaries and, and having no. to buy new hardware to experience the latest Half-Life game. Because I remember the very first Half-Life, I had to go out and buy a new graphics card to play it because I couldn't play it on my system. Mm-hmm. And then the same happened again with the second one because the second one introduced this like physics engine, which was very uh, demanding on your graphics card yeah. and PC. So like buying new hardware to play the latest Half-Life game I don't think is anything new, but maybe people just forget that. Even uh, you know. software, because that's how they launched the entire Steam platform. They did. You're right. The Steam was a, a mandatory installation, yeah. and people were people furious. Pissed about that. People were livid, and so like Valve aren't uh, new to getting this kind of backlash from the community, but they they know what works and what is the future. And and, and know, also, very... I think uh, I think they care very little about yeah, that because we, they don't we, need which is to. Good. They, they're one of the no. few game companies that probably won't ever have to make a game again. Yeah, they don't have but to. Innovate, they're just doing it in, because they find it fun. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that was kind of like the the, the internet the, reaction. The <laughs> yeah, and then the and clash then, oh, that, of clans, the that clash was just, of cultures. That was just the announcement. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the, oh yeah, uh, I, I told you this show was going to be long. <laughs> yeah, and then roll on Thursday, the new trailer dropped. And, and then, like, since then, this trailer's had 6.6 million views. Like, have it's you growing. Ever seen, have you ever seen a VR trailer get that many views? Never. In just a couple of days, we're not talking about even a week, and it has been on number one trending on YouTube. I have never, ever in my five-year VR career seen a trailer about a VR game on number one. And, of course, I get it. Like, other games could never get close to that even. But still... That's yeah. also worth and, celebrating. And even, There's so many small things that are happening this week that are worth celebrating because it never happened in the VR scene before. I have never, ever seen so many people on social media talk about virtual reality before. You know, even, we have seen it with Beat Saber, a, but it was nothing compared to what happened this week. No. And even in, a, in, a, in an, even though it's sometimes a little bit in a negative light, just the general exposure of virtual reality comes it gets from this is oh, like yeah. enormous it, it just yeah. like enormous. i've never i've never felt so small in this vr bubble than with this half-life game coming out suddenly there were more gamers that didn't own a vr headset talking about a game than anything i have ever seen usually when we talk on this show we talk about stormland we talk about vader immortal episode three but the majority of gamers don't care because it's just a VR game and that's yeah. all. But now 
we can finally say like, yeah. hey, and and the this perfect is... example of that is when I was at that YouTube event to do the the interview, and I mentioned that it's virtual reality. The first thing that everyone all, all every, everyone who I talked to said to me, "Oh, virtual reality! Didn't Valve announce like a new Half Life game for VR?" <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen I've exactly. seen people. I've seen people message me on my YouTube channel saying like, Nathy, I have never seen this before, but there are places where people suddenly randomly say, hey, uh, so there's this Half-Life game coming out. I need like a VR. What is a VR? And where can I buy that? Because I want to play this. And that's yeah. something that usually also happens in, in, in a little bit. But here it's like massive. Like I wish I could see the numbers. I, I wish I could see all those conversations around the world about Half-Life and the people that now bought a headset or are like, oh, if one of my friends buys a headset, maybe I should play it at his house or mm -hmm. whatever. There's so many things happening at this moment that are super exciting for VR and, and for, for gamers around the world because Half-Life yeah. is not just uh, for us VR enthusiasts. It, it's for everyone. Yeah. So let's talk about the trailer then. What did you guys think about the trailer? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's god! It's mind blowing, right? I <laughs> oh mean, my god. just just the way, like the, the thing that Valve again does really well is like you look at this and you know the video footage is just so well picked. It's all mm -hmm. it's all. I'm I'm 100 sure that all of this is actual gameplay footage and it is actually recorded. But the way that it's like smoothed out and like the jitter of the hat is gone, like the, the way that the hat flicks, the, the, the way that they pick up the, am the, the ammo, the, the flick in the side of the bucket, uh, the picking up the ammo, the, everything about the trailer is just so well it's, done again. The, the, mm -hmm. the throwing of the ammo yeah. and then picking it up in the air and like cocking it in your gun. Yeah, but yeah, imagine it's... this is for a lot of people, this is the first time they see VR gameplay in mm -hmm. a trailer like usually when you see a pancake title and you see a trailer of that th there's nothing that comes close to the interaction you see this feels so alive that it translates so well to you personally where you s like when you see the trailer from from the first shot you know this could be me and this could be the experience i'm in and there are not many trailers let's say in the 2d world that can pull that off it's yeah. very well it's, made. Very well made. It's, it's like a funny, movie, um, a little movie trailer. Brad Lynch in the in the in the chat says uh, that even Chinese social media talked about it as well. Yeah, like the <laughs> the reach of it was insane. Mm. But I, I totally agree with you guys. I think the trailer did a great job of getting people like hyped uh, for this game. Uh, you know, it had head crabs, which completely made me jump when I watched the trailer for the first oh time. Yeah, uh, I can't imagine how terrifying that's going to be in VR. Like I've only. Um, I had a taste of it when I played the original Half-Life game in VR on the Quest recently, mm. you know, like having a head crab actually jump at you. That's, is, also, that's also terrifying. It's, it's horrible. It's <laughs> and horrible. it just looks pixelated, but it's yeah. still... Yeah, but exactly. It shows very well what we've been saying so many times, like, you know, the, the output that a VR game has in order to appeal to a mass audience, it mm. needs to be good. You know, the, the thing that you want to show on a, on a monitor, if that is great, then people will far more likely be saying, yeah, I kind of want to try it as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and the trailer, you know, it had everything in it. It had combine soldiers, antlion, aliens, um, and that health station. Like, I missed it the first time, mm. but the health station in it where, where Alex puts her hand in and they've got the needles going into it and it's making that, like, iconic, like, healing up mm. sound. Oh, like, it was amazing. And then, like, the gravity gloves as well, where you can kind of grab yeah. items from afar. Yeah. And I think it's great, like, the internet has now dubbed these gloves Gravity gloves, not gravity. Even if you gravity. look at the design of the of the gloves, they kind of look like valve knuckles, right? 
They do, yeah. Uh, someone else mentioned that, actually, a side-by-side shot, and it's a smart design choice in that sense. Um, but also on the gloves, you also see a health meter and an ammo counter, mm-hmm. uh, which is really smart. impressive as well. So you don't have any of these like uh, HUD elements, which a lot of VR games use. And we've mm-hmm. been talking about it on the show for so long now. Like, Get yeah. rid of these HUD elements. They're so kind of like immersion-breaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless think... they're in context, with the, in context with the game, like Iron Man, for example, then I can I kind of understand. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think that's something that I said on Twitter as well. I think that Valve has paid very close attention to like just the VR scene in general, to what all of the indie developers were like testing and trying, because you mm-hmm. see so many of the things that that worked really well that have been found by other virtual reality developers, like for example Anton, like for example uh, what they did with Onward, uh, Windlands, you know, all these kind of like small indie games or like smaller games mm-hmm. that have all been like yeah. picked and. Well, customized and like took certain things that worked yeah. very well they, 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 and they did implement proper research in, in their the in their game and i think that's just i mean this is a celebration for all of the vr community and all of the vr developers who have all contributed in some kind of way or form to this so i think that's 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 amazing yeah. Well, I mean, what the, what the, what the VR developers hope is that it's gonna it's gonna change the ecosystem. It's gonna mm-hmm. you know uh, bump that up, uh, yeah. and especially for Valve Index, uh, this this was a great boost because you know as far as I know, uh, me owning a Valve Index, I haven't played much that was that interesting and that mm-hmm. was really uh, pushing my Valve knuckles to you know the the, the true potential they have. But uh, this shows that wow, hey, I'm happy I inv- I invested into a Valve Index. Yeah, that's same, uh, same. That's for sure. Um, but since the trailer, we've obviously learned a lot more about the game. Uh, Jeff yeah. uh, Keeley from the Game Awards, he did a, a really great interview with the team that's been working on the game, uh, and apparently they've had a team of about fifty people working on this game yes. for years behind the scenes. Uh, we always a, thought it were like just a few people <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know what? This is going to come out in the next 20 years, whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, in terms of the story itself, it, it's set between the events of the original Half-Life game and Half-Life 2. Um, it takes place in City 17. You obviously take the role of Alex Vance uh, and her and her father, Eli, have been secretly mounting a resistance to the brutal occupation of Earth by the Combine and these mysterious invading aliens. Now, according to Jeff, the game will take you around 15 hours to complete, which I think is the same length as Half-Life 2, which is really great to hear because I, I know a lot of the early sort of uh, skepticism from the, the the wider gaming community was that it's just going to be kind of a tech demo, like 90 yeah, a little bit demo. of a VR experience. Yeah, but th- this is a full fat uh, VR game, you know, that you can really sink your teeth into, which is great to hear. Um, to make things even better, which I think... Is Can almost, it get even better? <laughs> well, th- th- this, this is, is the thing. This is already pretty good, right? Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good pretty in terms good. of VR standards. But this gets even better, and that is because Valve have opened up the game to the community. Um, yes. A set of Source 2 tools for building new levels exactly. will be available for the game, enabling any player to build mm. and contribute new environments for the community to enjoy. Now, Hammer, which is a Valve tool, uh, has been updated with all the game's virtual reality gameplay tools and components and will be uh, available as well. Um, but if you think about it, like yeah. way back when original Half-Life came out, like Counter-Strike, which is, of course, like this hugely successful game mm-hmm. available now, that started off as a Half-Life mod. So I can't also, even imagine... Also, Gmod is just a game yeah. on itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's and 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 I heard it took a while for them to get everything in there. You know, it not only took the like it took them years to make this 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 Half Life game, but also this this level editor with that. And that means that people can 
build their own stories too, you know. Yeah. Uh, they can build their own game modes. Hopefully, we're going to see multiplayer. We're going to see uh, Trouble in Terrorist Town. We're going to see Prop Hunt. We're going to see these classic modes. Maybe someone is going to build a little bit of Team Fortress in VR and, and, and a little bit of Portal, you know. There's yeah. there's so much creativity that, that can be, you know, and and, it, and it's so unlocked. smart for them to do this, is to open it up for the community to see what they want to build, what they want to make. And with this engine, as you can see <laughs> from the trailer, it looks beautiful. So we're so going to see can... more games getting yeah. out of this. So it's yeah. just going to split off to even more, yeah. like a proper game. Like someone could build a proper game yeah. out of this game. And I almost guarantee that someone out there is going to rebuild the original Half-Life and Half-Life 2 in, in the Source 2 engine so you can play those in <laughs> VR as well. And, and and I can just imagine in 20 years' time, you know, like looking back and just seeing like this is how it all began, like this is how it all went kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. I can just see it in my mind. Um, but although, like you mentioned, uh, Nathan, the, the game will probably be be best played on Index. Uh, it can also be played on a normal Vive or a, a Rift or a Rift S or Windows Mixed Reality headsets as well, yeah. which they made clear at the end of the trailer. So that's really, I think, really great. I think that's such a cool move. Like you yeah. can say whatever you want, like, oh yeah, we already expected Valve to do that. They didn't have to. They didn't mm -hmm. have to do it. You know, they could have said like, listen, Valve Index, and then you need to like, you know, hack into it yourself and yeah. that's it. But and also I think it's super generous. It's so generous. Also, the, the website that they made for it, it looked bloody amazing with like the parallax effects. I'm going through it now as well so that the viewers can see it. But mm -hmm. it's like they had this like parallax effect where you can like see like the walls and like the, the things like appearing uh, um, in the distance and in front of you. Really yeah. well done and really nicely done. And it, and, it, and it also like it highlights like certain things that like people are probably wondering, like, you know, what, what kind of mechanics are in, in here? What, what kind of locomotion features? What kind of like, uh, you know, uh, what headsets does it support and all these kind of things. So all the valuable information was actually on the website as well and very yeah. well constructed, very nice. Yeah. And Jeff Keighley actually said that, you know, you can play the game seated using teleportation. Uh, you can, but obviously he said that the best way to play is of course standing up and being able to move around freely. And he said that he was like lying on the floor at points and, and, and doing <laughs> All these crazy sort of movements in VR, um, which is great. But, um, you know, of course, you're going to need a beefy PC to play this, you know, yeah. like... That, that that's that's, that's going to be a given. Yeah. Like the the minimum specs that they provided, these are <laughs> these are minimum. Uh, is that you're going to need a Core i5 7500 or Ryzen 5 1600? You're going to need 12 gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, that's I don't even like, know of any other game that has ever asked for 12 gigabytes of RAM because that's no, massive. That, that, I mean, that's crazy. We, we yeah. probably all have that because you know we, we're used it, to it like using like a lot of resources for like no, but, uh, editing but, and yeah, that but, kind of but stuff. 12, but 12, like most 12. people like have eight or maybe yeah. a little bit more, but there are so many people that figured out like, oh, dang, I don't have enough RAM for this. Yeah. Although yeah. like RAM is probably like the easiest thing to upgrade though. Yeah, probably. As I, long I as you I, don't put like LED lights in it, they're pretty cheap. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's because of the physics. Like like you said, you know, when she brushes past all those items mm. on the shelf, they all have their own physicality to it. So that's probably very sort of and memory intensive. And maybe no loading screens. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, in terms of graphics card, you're going to need a GTX 1060 or <laughs> R, or AMD RX 580 with, with six gigabytes of RAM. Minimum. Yeah, we also have a tip from the chat from uh, Paolo Triani. If you don't have enough RAM, just download some. <laughs> yeah, wow, exactly. Yeah, pro, but pro uh, tip. I, I I do know for a fact that on Steam you can do this uh, test if your uh, computer is ready for yep. uh, the Valve Index. So that's something I would totally you know uh, do. Yeah, and uh, you can use that with 
well, it's not really, no, the headset doesn't even need to run. You just check your computer, that's all. Because the, the previous test they had, you had to, uh, I think, hook up a headset and then you could test it. Or was that another, I don't know, it was like this portal demo that showed mm. up. But it wasn't, no, it wasn't in VR. It was just a, no. a, a flat... A system uh, checker. Yeah, yeah, same, like you say, you don't need to, you can just test your see if your PC is ready. Um, yeah. But what's the sort of general consensus in the chat? Like, uh, are people, obviously, <laughs> you know, I know we have a VR podcast, so most people are going to be very happy, but is there any sort of like, you know, traditional gamers that maybe have popped in to say hi and, and have their opinion uh, on the game? No, not really. I uh, know, I haven't seen any. Um, most people just seem very excited, uh, although like the specs are like very heavy. Uh, I've seen that yeah. pop up uh, quite a few times as because well. Because that's minimum as well. So yeah. if you think that's what you need, no, you need a little bit of more than that. Yeah. If you want to enjoy it to its full potential. Or yeah. you want to play on low graphics, you want to play on potato graphics, then go for the minimum specs, have fun. I, I, <laughs> saw, um, I saw Sweeviver posting on Twitter about the fact that the game is going to be released and that, that you, you're going to be best played uh, on, on the on the Pimax 8KX or something. <laughs> oh, and I was thinking, if this okay. is the bare minimum playing a game on a regular uh, like index, playing it on the on the Pimax, you're going to need like a, a, a some sort of like Elon Musk supercomputer. <laughs> you know? I also saw someone from Vario say like, oh, listen, we're just going to make this run, you know, we're just going to make this run. Imagine playing this on oh, the Vario or the Pimax. Oh, it's going to look oh, incredible. Um, oh, but yeah, be, pre be prepared amazing. to sell a kidney uh, Ideally, at least. it would be like streaming it from Google Stadia so you can run on there like specs, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although Too bad that's going to be still a thing, right? Yeah, they, they've been sort of uh, dissing that quite quite heavily in, in the sort of media. Um, mm. But yeah, like, you know, I'm super, super hyped for it. I think it's going to be uh, incredible. I think this is going to yeah. be an amazing thing for the VR industry yes. uh, in general. And if this is their first game, out of the three that they're out working the on, three. yeah, like Left 4 Dead would be my next big choice. But um, uh, something, something that it has nothing to do with their, their IPs could be super, super fun too. Like start a brand new IP that could be yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, so the game is available now for pre-order. Uh, it's going to be sixty US dollars. However, if you own a, uh, a Valve Index headset or controllers or full yeah. bundle, regardless of what you own, uh, you'll get the game for free. Um, and I noticed actually it's already in my Steam library. And it's already there. a couple of awesome bonuses. You get Steam VR environments. You get, a, what was it? Like a, a, a weapon a skin, I think. pack for CSGO. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a skin or skins for mm -hmm. Alex, her um, weaponry. Yeah. Although it was kind of weird. I was like, yeah, but CSGO is a pancake game. So thank you, Lord Gaben. I'm very happy you gave this to me, but yeah. I don't really play those types of games. I actually played it yesterday, so I mean... I'm oh, because of <laughs> that. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do want to say we haven't, yeah. we haven't mentioned the release date yet, but it's uh, it's coming out in March 2020, right? Yes, yes. Good point, good point. One thing I just want to mention before we move on to Oculus Link is that uh, some people, including myself, were kind of concerned about the fact that it's just kind of like hands rather than like full body like without <laughs> elbows and arms like we've seen in boneworks or like yeah but that uh, was that, again Stormland. that was also a popular thing for the media to make articles about just to it kind was, of have some yeah. clicks while like floating hands Ooh, oh this is bad but if you uh, think about it like alex is a woman so if you're going to be looking down it's going to be quite strange as a man playing a game looking down at a woman's body maybe so maybe that's the reason why they did it um but alex she she will be voicing uh the character as well so there will be a lot of yeah. Uh, voice interactions between you, she's the still alive to and other do characters. the voice <laughs> yeah after so long yeah, I, don't, I don't know like i mean i think there's benefits and uh, disadvantages to having like floating hands because i find it very immersive breaking if 
for like whatever reason you get like this like you know this this elbow that like starts popping in like the most strange directions um which inevitably will happen because that is not tracked in any way or form it's mm-hmm. never like a one to one to like your actual body um but yeah of course like having a full body in a game is always uh, you know if if it's done yeah. properly it, it is a it is a major plus yeah. Yeah, if you if you look at boneworks you're like whoa you know yeah, having yeah. this 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 body is just and i think that's the thing you know like if you're hyped about uh, half-life alex and you want to invest in a headset now you know you've got boneworks to look forward to as well which is coming out on just the 10th of december mm-hmm. which you know prior to half-life alex being announced we we were saying, well, that's going to be our Half-Life game in VR because it looks so similar mm-hmm. in terms of the gameplay mechanics. So yeah. another great title to keep an eye out for. Yeah. But I think, you know, this game is really going to show the non-believers out there how awesome VR is. And I just can't wait for them all to jump on the hype train yeah. with and, us in the future. And then, and this is something I, I also said on my video is that let's say you you are, you know, you have been in this 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 uh, vibe of, you know, VR, it's just not great. And, and now it's hard to kind of get off that, you know, like you're like, oh, dang it. Now Half-Life is coming out in VR. And I, I like all of my friends uh, still think I, you know, don't like it and I don't want to. But uh, we VR enthusiasts, we're happy to, you know, show off virtual reality. You know, we we don't judge. So if it, in the end, if you want to try VR, then, you know, we're happy to do it. I think that when Half-Life Alex launches, we're going we're gonna to see VR meetups hosted by VR enthusiasts, giving people the opportunity to get a glimpse of what it's like. Because we, we can say whatever we want, but it's still quite expensive to get this all running. And of course, the headset is not the biggest problem. It's definitely the PC part that plays a big role, of course, in terms of money. Yeah. Um, but there will be so many other ways you will be able to play this. Hopefully, uh, Valve is going to work with Springboard and others to bring a license to Arcade. So you can go to an Arcade to pay some money to play it there. Or yeah. if you have friends, uh, like maybe maybe one of your friends is going to own one and you can try it there. So I, I do think that next to buying a headset just for this game, there are other options to to yeah. be able to enjoy it, and and that's 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 great. Being able to play a VR arcade would be a really big boost I think for so. the VR arcade industry as well. So I hope that's the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is Half Life <laughs> Alex. I can't believe what, we're actually what, what, talking what about it. What a time to be alive! Like Absolutely. I feel like I've been I've been sleeping for five years, and now suddenly it's You're like awake. this is what I have been like working for for so long, and then it's like I'm at the like it really felt this week like I'm at the right spot right now. Yeah. I'm so at the right spot right now. I, I feel like I am almost like responsible to preach this game to every gamer out there who still hasn't put a monitor goggle on their face. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so let's move on then. Second topic this week, and that is the uh, <laughs> Oculus Link. And the, really, the, the timing couldn't be any better because, it's, it's, you know, with Half-Life Alex being announced... It's good advertised for Oculus Link too. Yeah. You can now obviously play Half-Life Alex even, on your even Oculus Even the mainstream Quest. websites are talking about like, oh, so if you are excited for Half-Life Alex, oh, there's Oculus Link with Quest. They they did proper research and even mentioned that. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder, you know, if there was some knowledge internally about what was going on on either end uh, that this might happen to sort of time <laughs> it right. But like the coincidence is uncanny. Um but yeah, so let's talk about Oculus Link. You know, if you don't know what it is, uh, it was first announced back at Oculus Connect 6 um, earlier this year. And they announced that it's going to be a free update to Quest and PC that will allow you to connect your Quest to a PC to enable you to play full PC VR content from both Oculus and Steam VR on your Quest, which is 
awesome. Something we'd kind of been asking for and kind of hoping for since the quest was like announced and released. Um, if you're interested, you can get the update right now by updating your quest to the latest version, which is update 11, and then installing the latest version of Oculus Home on a PC, which is going to be version 1.43 or above. They'll work with the the, uh, the Oculus Link update. Yeah. Um, so alongside the update, at OC6, uh, Oculus also announced an official cable that they will be uh, producing and selling. It's a five-meter fiber optic cable, and mm. they'll be releasing that by the end of this year, and it's going to be 80 US dollars. 80. 80, which, is, which sounds super expensive just for a cable. Yeah, but, it does. Like, I've been testing a bucket load of cables out, <laughs> and... I think only one out of a dozen worked. So, but could it be that when this cable finally launches, other yeah. manufacturers will be able to learn they, from they that? They said and before then... that they were going to release the specs of uh, of it as well. So, I think yeah. that uh, you know yeah, other the, cable developers will probably jump on all that. the cables right now that you buy are just not officially made for that. But I'm yeah. sure that someone will put it somewhere on a website. So, like, okay, this cable is also good, and then you don't yeah. have to spend eighty bucks, basically. Yeah, but. They've already released the specs this week uh, with the announcement, yeah. so they're out there already. But I think the issue is, like, because the, the cable is fiber optic to reduce the latency, it's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. And I think even for anyone to kind of replicate this mm. uh, and to have the same level of fidelity and, and latency within the VR experience that's being streamed from your PC to the Quest is going to be very difficult. So like, I think, don't underestimate the Chinese. Uh, I don't know. There, there, there'll be some ripoff cables that you probably get burnt with for sure. But I think the official one is going to be your best uh, bet. Um, maybe now, 20, twenty bucks off the price. Maybe with a. <laughs> is there? Is this like the uh, ultimate price, or is it just a little bit overpriced? I, I don't think they're making any money on this, dude. Seriously. How, I, how it, much? It, how like, much when did you, look you at, pay for the cable that did work? So twenty bucks is is generally the price of the cable that does work. Uh, but okay. then again, you got to remember that's only three meters, and three meters is very limiting. Uh, the are <laughs> just the, like next to your PC, like hey, yeah, yeah, I'm playing VR. <laughs> it, it, exactly. Like I couldn't even reach my play space in you my can't testing. You can spin around. You need to spin around no. at least twice with a cable, it, right? Exactly. And, and and this five meter thing is definitely the key here because if you look at yeah. these like really super high and quality ladies. five meter cables, mm-hmm. they're 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 even more expensive than eighty dollars. Some of them. Um, oh wow. Okay. So so I think you know although it sounds expensive, that's going to be your best bet in the long term. I think. Um, but like like okay. we say, this this cable isn't released yet. It will be coming by the end of the year. So of course you can test out other random cables that see if they work in the meantime. Mm. Um, now there's a few cables that are kind of recommended. Uh, there is one from Anchor, which is recommended by Oculus as as the yeah. interim cable and until the, the official line, one releases. Right? Yeah, and then there's one that I've been testing myself called the Party Link. Uh, mm, yeah, with the Party so Pumper. The party, the party <laughs> pumper cable. Huh? You can you can play party pumper on the party link. Does it does it come with free Oculus brownies link. as well? <laughs> sadly, so, sadly say, not. Say that again. You can play party pumper Pro- using the party link party cable. Link. With oh, your party link. quest, like <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, the 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 anchor cable that is recommended by Oculus it's three meters long and is USB A to USB C. So most people will be able to use that cable. Mm-hmm. The party link is also three meters, but is USB-C to USB-C and has a nice right angle connector at the headset end, which is makes it a bit more comfortable. So when it's USB-C on the other side, does that mean you need to have a motherboard with a USB-C? Because that's sometimes not a thing uh, exactly. for some. So that's good to maybe... Exactly. They're, they're and the thing is you need chat, to know that... Uh, 
they're mentioning in the chat that because it has USB-C cable, uh, that uh, it is also possible to use an active USB 3 extension cable with a mm -hmm. USB-C uh, cable end on the uh, on the end. On yeah, I, I, I did see that. I do think that it's, I do, although it will work, I think you'll notice yeah. a bit of a difference. Extending in, is usually with yeah. everything is tricky, but uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I think that although you probably don't notice it now, when you use the official cable, you'll notice the difference, I think, <laughs> between the, the smoothness and the latency. Um, but yeah, you're right. You'll need a USB-C port on your motherboard to, to use the party link. And when the official cable drops, it's only going to be USB-C. So now is a good time to start thinking if you don't have a USB-C port, like maybe using a, a, a StarTech or Inertech PCIe mm -hmm. uh, USB-C adapter card or something similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I did find that worked, which was super interesting, I didn't expect this to work, was with the party link. Uh, it actually works for me uh, using the NVIDIA virtual link on my RTX 2080 Ti. Ah. Okay. So, okay. so there's a, finally a purpose for the virtual link again. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Congratulations, Mike. Congratulations. Yeah, it actually works. So if you have a, a newer series, 20 series graphics cards with that USB-C port on it, then you'll find that the uh, the USB-C cables good. will work with that, which is That's great. Good news. Um, but yeah, I have to say, having tested it, you know, both at Oculus Connect 6 with the official cable and at home with these uh, third-party cables, like it, it works su surprisingly well. Um, you know, latency is... is is great graphical mm -hmm. fidelity in the quest like you've never if, if if you're used to playing just normal native quest games and then you connect it to a pc and play a pc game you're gonna have your mind blown like games are just so much better connected to yeah. a pc right so so now i'm gonna ask you a very hard question i'm gonna be mean to you sure is so that sounds like it, this this cable can easily compete with pc vr headsets yeah so there is no reason Technically, uh, uh, in that uh, uh, sense, to so so there's a few caveats because I, we get asked this oh. question all the time, and these are the things you need to consider. Like uh, having a natively native PC based headset, I think will give you the slight edge. But I think even side by side, having compared them both side by side, the difference is so minimal that it's very hard to notice the difference. The main sort of drawbacks is the extra cost involved because you're paying $80 for the official cable, which is really the only one I'd recommend when it actually releases. Yeah. It does bump up the price of your It does quest. bump up the price, yeah. yeah. Also, you're going to need to invest in some mods to make the Quest more comfortable for long-term use. Yeah. In my I think opinion. that's the big one. I think that's yeah. uh, because I, I just don't see the Quest as like the most comfortable headset. It's um, not. No. Front heavy, and also I don't like it that the cable is on the side. Now I know that the Oculus Rift S has it as well, but you can still like kind of like move yeah. it around, and I'm, I assume that you can do that with the Quest Link cable as well to like. The, the still, yeah, Link one from Oculus out. comes with cable management too. It it does so. it does. You're right, uh, and and you also need a VR ready PC. But it it kind of depends if you are someone who just dives into VR. For yeah. the first time, then you might not even have a PC that is capable of VR. If you I are a VR enthusiast, aside, then you all of that you know, aside, if you could. Pick only one headset. I would be the Quest, of course, any day, just because it can do both standalone same, and yeah. PC based. That's same here. Um, same here. But if if you have zero interest in doing like standalone or taking your your headset yeah. out, then save your money and just get a Rift S. Like I know a lot of people are upset with when that bought a Rift S, saying, "Oh, my, my headset's useless now." Or well, it's still an amazing headset. Like don't get me yeah. wrong. Um, it's just that the Quest is really what it seems like Oculus are investing a lot of their time and money into right now, especially with the hand tracking update, which we know, or we don't know for sure, but we don't think is going to come to Rift S. 
Nou, en, ja. en also the content they are pushing uh, is, is, is mainly uh, Quest stuff. Of course, we have seen a few titles on PC VR, but those were around for many years now. Yeah. Yeah, but also you got to remember that you know with um, with Quest the refresh rate is locked to seventy two hertz. Rift S is eighty hertz. So again, you don't really notice it, but it's just something to be aware of. Um, so yeah, there are some things to consider there. But but I would say it's minor. Really, it's very minor if you talk about it. Hello, hello, oh. hi. Oh. Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike is uh, leaving this planet right now. Yeah, <laughs> so, but but just to reiterate what I said, the, yeah. the main considerations are price because you have to pay the extra money and comfort. They, they, they were the only two. But um, you know, I tested it out That's with Asgard's Wrath and Stormland. Uh, which are available on the Rift Store, and I also play Contractors, which is available on Steam. And you know, when you plug in the Quest uh, to connect to Steam, it just shows up as a Rift S. So Damn. everything will work. Uh, yeah, this, this headset, this headset is just yeah. killing it. Yeah, um, but like you said, you need a PC to run VR in the first of place. Course, of course. Um, the only thing that you need to be aware of is that AMD graphics cards aren't. Uh, supported right now uh, yeah. Oculus are working with AMD to add more support during the beta period um, but that's so the thing indeed, like, that's like something that's like at the beginning you will have these kind of issues but you know as, as months go on like these kind of issues will probably get ironed out and uh, you know like the support will come from all of that so for all of the, yeah. the graphic cards that most people use yeah so have you guys tried this out or anyone in the chat tried this out that kind of want to chip in with their experience let's see I am just scrolling up a little bit here. But I think personally, like for me, I think it'll be really interesting to see what impact it, this has on the wider PC VR community, like how this is going to affect sales of VR games on both the Rift platform mm. and Steam mm -hmm. VR. You know, yeah. I, I wonder if we're going to get a metric in the future in yeah. the, the Steam, Steam VR hardware uh, surveys as to how that's, many users are connecting their quests to a PC to play PC VR content. That's the only data we usually get. Valve's the mm. only one that gives us at least a little bit of an insight on... But if it gets what's... recognized as a Rift S, do you think that that is likely that that will happen? That they'll be um, able to discern it? Maybe not right away, but certainly it could be in the future. Yeah. Like uh, I think, obviously, because it's in beta right now, maybe that's saw, just the way they get around it. I saw some people in the chat also mentioning that IPD adjustment is also another thing that is a, a difference so, between the two, of course, being it very digital good on the Rift S. But, uh, and, and also, something yeah. I didn't mention was the fact that the Quest has OLED panels in it, which performs better in darker scenes, particularly like in games like Stormland, where you get a lot of dark scenes in there. Um, the, the, the darker colors are much richer, whereas um, on the Rift S, they can be a, a little bit washed out in comparison because it uses an LCD. But again, unless you were comparing the headsets <laughs> that's, side by side, that's, that's, and you that's, had VR, hands, that's VR enthusiast talk yeah, we have here. If yeah, you're just yeah. a consumer, it's like, you go, buy, go buy an Oculus Quest headphone. Buy. Ex exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. Now, it, uh, this is, again, like next to Half-Life, Alex, uh, the Oculus Link, uh, what else you can wish for is 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 more VR games that are awesome. And besides that, I have nothing to really. Yeah, yeah. and as you said, maybe maybe the Quest is going to get an update, and I think it will in terms of comfort because it can be easily fixed. If mm -hmm. that's the the only big thing that really holds it back, then we are very lucky. Very. Yeah, I agree, and I do very. think that is the only thing that is actually holding it a little bit back. Yeah, no, I, it's it's awesome. What a what a week for uh, for Zim to be away. It's it's poor Zim, poor Zim. Poor, He's poor been Zim. talking so much about about Half Life and about and then and then he decides to leave. Yeah, he clearly doesn't care about the game. 
Clearly. 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 Okay. So, so uh, right now we have a farm uh, on our uh, website, so you can sign up as new member of the. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll be conducting interviews next week. Yes. Um, <laughs> So you may have noticed if you're a follower of the show that uh, we did say last week that we were going to talk about Nathie's experience oh, yeah. at VR <laughs> That's days. the sad part of this whole thing. Obviously, with all the crazy stuff that happened this yeah. week, uh, we, we delayed that and we're going to be talking about that next week. So uh, we're going to be talking about Nathie. Hopefully. Don't make any yeah. promises. Don't, don't, don't do this again to me. Uh, unless, don't unless, you dare. Unless Valve drops like Left for Dead in VR or something like that. Then, the orange box. The orange box in VR. Then, then we'll be talking about Nathie's experience at VR days with uh, the Vajo, which is a retina display headset. Um, and treadmills. The, treadmills, the Pimax. Unicorns. Uh, unicorn rides, uh, and a lot more, yeah. Exciting yeah. stuff as yeah. well. So uh, let's open it up then um, to some questions from the chat, yeah. and I'll give you a quick reminder of the show times and everything. So just a reminder, this is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitch. You can also actually watch this show in VR, wearing a VR headset. In VR? Yeah. And that is next with, level. With up to eight people in a room eight whilst people. watching this show on an epic big screen. Hello, uh, VR using, people using who big are screen wearing TV. monitor goggles. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're, you're the real MVPs <laughs> if you're watching this show in VR. Yes. Um, the show goes live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, 12 midday in Central US. We also have an audio version to check out as well. So if you can't watch the show live, you can also listen to it on your commute. Uh, it's available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on Spotify. Mm. Um, so yeah, plenty of ways to enjoy the show. Yes. And uh, and leave a like. Leave a like, slam a like on this video. Slam a like on this says. video, yeah. yeah. So uh, what, I, what I also want to say... After so many episodes of this show, after talking about so many shuffleware, like Jumanji and Halo Recruit, <laughs> this is such a blessing. It's, a, it's, a it's I'm so air. happy. Yeah, it's a breath of fresh air. It's crazy. <laughs> Where we're always like, like all the games we have covered so far, they were fun and they were great and some of them were bad, but never on this level, right? No. Never on this level. But, <laughs> But I think that's been like a lot of the fun of this show is like, particularly like with Halo Recruit and some of those really bad VR experiences <laughs> that we could just be completely honest about like what we feel about this. And I feel like a lot of the time we're kind of like the voice of the community. So, you know, if we say it's really bad, hopefully someone out there important is listening. That's and why we say it because we yeah. want VR to get better. If, we, if we're exactly. like, oh, everything is awesome, then maybe Half-Life Alex wouldn't have been. Someone actually said that on our Facebook. Yeah, we're on Facebook too, F-Reality podcast um so someone said um hey uh, you guys have been talking so much about half-life that it must have triggered valve <laughs> maybe maybe like if someone from valve is watching then i would be over the moon that would be the most legit just, thing just by me. them watching just by them watching yeah i would love that okay yeah Okay, um, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's a great time for Gaiman. us to, <laughs> to finally talk about He's watching right now, like Mike. This. You want to say something to Gabe? He's watching right now. I just heard it in my ear. Thank you. Okay. Look at <laughs> that, that face when he say. says that. <laughs> <laughs> so smug. <laughs> yeah, I know. We can someone please put this on our uh, Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> that face of Mike saying thank you to To Lord Gaben. Yeah. 
So yeah, if you've got any questions out there, now's a great time um, before yes. we wrap up the show and say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a great, it's been a great episode. It's been so much fun talking about Half Life, yeah. uh, Oculus Link, Nim Sony. Congratulations again to yeah. Live Investment Black Friday deals. It's going to be a, an important uh, few months ahead for the VR industry, and I'm super excited to and privileged to be a part of it and sort of deliver uh, this podcast every week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. Same. So, Half Life VR confirmed. Maybe that should become like the new meme. Half-Life yeah. VR confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. Um, so um, something that uh, is not in the chat, but I did see pop up uh, uh, this week is that uh, apparently virtual desktop who can also, like who was the first one to figure out that you can stream mm-hmm. to uh, the, the Quest from your PC said, and this is a bold statement, uh, Guy Godin said that he's basically doing it better over a virtual connection than... With Oculus Link. Of course, you need a fast internet connection, but besides that, he says that it looks better. Yeah, he was actually saying that um, the the cable only looks uh, slightly better because it's got access to like um, asynchronous uh, time warp and stuff like that, those Mm. kind of like smoothing elements. Whereas if he had an API that he could hook into wirelessly, then he could have access to that as well, but that's just not the case right now. So yeah, it's definitely interesting uh, what he's doing. And I think, you know, if he can get that to work in a really solid way, then maybe solid that way. Would be that's the... why it's a cable and not that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. But this was always going to be the argument because even even if he can get it to work really well, you still need that five gigahertz Wi-Fi connection, connection. To, to get that smooth um, interaction and, and latency uh, in there. And that's why Oculus decided to go with a cable in the end, because they can almost guarantee the experience that way uh, amongst the different users. So yeah. I understand it, but it'll be interesting to see in the future for yeah. sure. Smackdog says, I had to turn off public test mode on Oculus app in order for Oculus Link to work. Just a shout out for troubleshooting. That's very nice. It's constantly changing. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. It's a very good point, actually. At the time the update released, you had to be on the public chess channel, and now it says not to be. Um, so, yeah. yeah, something to be aware of. Then Microflash says, Portal 3 VR. <laughs> I would love he's that. Already, he's already, he's already like, he's like, you know, Half Life Alex. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, let's already talk about the next uh, big uh, thing. We can, we can actually turn the dead meme into a new meme with Bartle or Left for Dead. So we're yeah, not. I mean, come know. to think of it, like, like Valve always said, we have three VR games uh, mm-hmm. that we're working on. So I mean, yeah. it's not such a ridiculous thing. If if they're making Half Life in VR and it's like this kind of quality, like they showed in the trailer, the other two have to like be able to compete with that right because otherwise Uh, well and that's where we turn into the angry people (laughs) (laughs) if you think about it the the engine is already there like that was that must have been the hardest part building the engine for it to work so now it's a case of just building the games uh yeah that's true uh then we have factory life who says gamertag vr is doing a 24 uh, hour live stream that's maybe also worth uh giving a shout out to and that's where we should maybe also end the show I'm, i'm sure you're aware of that mike that he's doing a stream now uh, I, I was, yeah. He posted it in a, in, in a sort of Twitter group. So, uh, yeah, if you want to go and check out and, and wish him yeah, luck. He's for doing mental it for a ch- hair, health uh, as far, far now. Yeah, so. a, a good charity. So, yeah, 24-hour live stream yeah. in VR is is really challenging. Like, uh, you know, we've known people done it, have done it before, but I, I don't <laughs> okay. think I'd, I'd ever personally do well, this he's, myself. He's still alive, just saying. Well, I wish him the best of luck. So go and uh, show your support on Gamertag VR's uh, uh, live stream. But thank you for everyone that's joined us on this live stream and Historic. got involved. Episode. It's been awesome. Thank you as well to your listeners and those joining yes. us in Big Screen TV. We'll be back on the show next week, and Zim will be back with us as well. Uh, where we'll be talking about more juicy VR topics, including Nathie's experience at VR Days. So until then, have a great week in VR. 
Take care and bye-bye for now. See ya. Bye-bye.